I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. We're finally back together again. Finally. It's been a long, long two weeks. It's been, I've missed you so much over two weeks. I know, I really, like, I always say this, it's like one of the highlights of my week. And as much as I love Becca, like, it's nice doing it as normal. Sisters. Yes, and we're here with two little guests. Two special guests, Samson and Flora. crazy guests. Well, just as we started the podcast, which is good timing, they have crashed and they're looking so cute. It's so hard to be angry at them when they look so cute. Like, Flora, they've de-upholstered one of my chairs. They've knocked over, like, a glass jar, didn't break. But now they just look so cute. Look at that cute face. Looking at me now. I can't be angry at that. You really can't. But if you do hear barking growling it's not us it's not us falling out at each other it's It's just the dog the dog's going crazy but yeah they're worth it how's your week been my week has been good it is monday so um i don't know yeah what have i done today i was at work that was fun we got justin bieber tickets yes we did get justin bieber so anna can convince me to do absolutely anything master manipulator anna says jump i jump jump Ah! <laughs> um, so Anna phones me and she's like so do you want to go to Justin Bieber concert and I'm like oh hello Samson and I'm like no not really a Justin Bieber fan and then she, do you know the way she manipulates me she says she'll go with someone else well I would and have then, and then I think no Anna can't go with someone else Anna needs to hang out with me so then I'm convinced and then she's like oh it would be such a fun story we went to a Justin Bieber concert and I'm like and then, take my and then I was like it can be mum and dad's Christmas presents to us, so yeah. you don't even need to pay. <laughs> and then I did phone up mum and I was like, mum, see for Christmas? And she said yes. There we go. You had bought it already though. Yeah, I did buy it already. Yeah. But I was quite excited because I no, feel like... I'm excited. Do you know what my thought process was? Right, we're not big believers. Believers. Well, you'll have the t-shirt in no time, I'm sure. But I just feel like how often is it that Justin Bieber comes to Aberdeen? I can't... I still can't get over the fact he's coming to Aberdeen. Yeah, I mean, like, even small artists like Glasgow, Aberdeen, is he even going to Edinburgh? I don't even know. I, don't I saw it on his Facebook, I don't think it said Edinburgh. We're just Glasgow now, we're special. We are special here. I was sat looking, because I was, like, looking at all the other tickets for, like, Glasgow and London, mm-hmm. and the tickets were, like, 200 quid and stuff, and oh. I was sat looking, I was like, is it a mistake that he's put Aberdeen on the tour? <laughs> and is the price, because the price of the ticket was a lot cheaper than that That's for us. That's so strange. Like, a, what, a third of the price of yeah. that? That's mad that they were that expensive. Well, I don't know if it was some of them were more seating places because uh, okay. the seated tickets were more. Interesting. Well, let us know your favourite artists and if anyone else is going to the Justin Bieber concert, actually, you can come with us for like, a pre, pre-launch party. <laughs> I don't ever listen to his music, but I have actually been liking it today. Um, I was sat in the office with Lisa, the family worker, and we were singing along to Justin Bieber, so... You know, I I could get into him. I'll get into him before February. Oh, you will. And the album's actually yeah. really good. Do you think? And he's a Christian. Yeah. Do you know? I think what we should do is get in contact with Justin Bieber <gasps> and ask him if we can have our podcast launch party. Can he come at his concert? <gasps> just make. Can it, he come on the podcast? Just I think we should just make <gasps> his concert our podcast launch party, and he can do like the live guest. <gasps> and then see how we said about having potentially like a live episode during the launch party. Justin Bieber could host it. Ah, uh, yes. 
Samson doesn't seem to agree with that. So everyone, keep your eyes out for it. So what, the 11th of February is when we have the concert. So the podcast will come out the 13th or the 14th of February. With Justin Bieber. So keep your eyes out for that date when Justin Bieber will... I'm calling it now. I think that we're going to... Samson, are you okay? (laughs) We're going to have Justin Bieber on our podcast. You heard it here first. Yeah, you did. Justin, if you're listening. (laughs) Justin Bieber, if you're listening, we're not major fans, but we're coming to your podcast. That was Samson growling there, if you heard that in the background. Probably he's upset because he's not got a ticket. Yeah, I think he's... Do you want to come to Justin Bieber with us? Yeah. That's definitely a yes. That's 100% a yes. I think Flora's a believer. Do you know what? You can imagine Flora in like a wee Justin Bieber cap. With her little little Justin Bieber bandana. That would be adorable. Shall we get them some merch when we go? Let's do it. Justice merch. Justice merch. So what are we speaking about this week? You've had, what have you, well you've had a really nice week. Yeah, so I actually, so I had like, it was called a symposium, but it was basically like a conference for all the like postgraduate students at Aberdeen Wait, hold on, why is it called symposium? I don't know, don't ask me. A symposium is like, I don't know, I can't remember what it actually means, it's like a Greek thing, but it's like people got together to talk about philosophy, I'm not 100% sure. All I know is it's the coffee shop in Peterhead. Yes, because someone from Peterhead <laughs> had told their parents that they were going to the symposium, oh. and they got really confused. Um, sorry, Samson looks hilarious right now. Um, but yeah, I actually just had such a lovely week. It was... Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was for like, it was mostly for PhD students, but they're really nice and let the master students come too. And I just honestly was quite blown aback and quite felt very privileged. Blown aback? Blown aback. <laughs> <laughs> Taken aback and blown away <laughs> by just how like lovely the community was. Like I felt very blessed and privileged to be part of such a positive and welcoming community and environment. I think that's nice because something like that as well for PhD students, for me anyway, would feel so intimidating. Like, yeah. I think that sounds very intimidating. Well, I was actually quite worried about it because I was like, I'm just going to feel like a very little fish in a big pond. Whereas actually, like, everyone was just really, really lovely. And just... Did you say they were so inclusive of you? Yeah, so, like, I... Sorry, I'm just taking a picture of Samson so we can post this on Instagram. It's horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I just felt that, like, everyone... I wasn't treated like I was less valuable to, like, everyone else's... Like, uh, you like, still had a voice yeah, at the conference. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, it was just lovely. And, like, what was the conference actually on then? Is it specifically for theology so students? It wasn't necessarily a conference. It was, oh, like... It was a symposium. A symposium, <laughs> a la. Um, but it was basically, like, we had student presentation so like I was allowed to give a presentation oh, as really? well um and like time and like there were a few like bigger lectures and then there was time in like our disciplines where we would like do um like student presentations but then also things like we did a workshop on I can't say the word like, I feel like it's reflexology but that's definitely that's when you're like <laughs> reflexology is when you like massage your feet to I get rid of I can't remember the actual word reflexivity basically talking about how like especially in practical theology like when you I think so often people studying theology and stuff like try to be objective whereas actually like when you're studying theology you can't be objective you always are subjective in terms of like you always relate your own... Ex- you can't separate your own experience from theology. Uh, okay. I guess whether or not you're a Christian because you've always got some kind of belief like, or, like, understanding of religion. So is that, like, basically saying, like, 
partly like how your your own experience will yeah. alter your own like your your own experiences will alter your view yeah. of faith and religion and yeah. I suppose that would be the same across the board you, for different. You can't be like you can't come to it just as an observer because yeah. it's just everyone's like, got an experience because it's yeah. a fundamental part of yeah. life. Whether whether you're an atheist, whether you're yeah. agnostic, or whether you have got a faith. Yeah, exactly. You've got experienced something. Yeah. Everyone's in one whether like yeah. I suppose we wouldn't want to say category again. Everyone's but. experiences is different, but everyone's bringing their own different experience yeah. to I suppose like even people listening to our podcast, like no one's gonna come to it without some sort of preconceived idea of like Christianity or like Well I suppose it's yeah, that's true. And I suppose it's like when I had my driving test when I was seventeen. And <laughs> oh I'd forgotten about that the, guy. My examiner, he had a really bad experience of like faith when he was younger when he went yeah. like the school he went to had been a catholic school and he was really unhappy there yeah and they said it was very much like a if you like don't believe then you'll go to hell kind of approach without yeah. without any context and without so he never understood it so I suppose like that was like a 60 year old man yeah does that make sense or yeah, no, that, no I think that's that like yeah sense. like some even people... your childhood even yeah. like 50 years on your child his childhood experience had shaped his yeah perception of christianity yeah, and theology exactly so it's basically reason. just like talking about that and then we had another session it was honestly like my favorite part of the week so we just like sat in a classroom and the idea was we like had to write about like we had to sort of reflect on our own experience and like our own sort of um where we're coming from so we basically like did a bit of creative writing for 20 minutes, then chatted for five minutes, then did more creative writing for 20 minutes and chatted about it. And it honestly was like a massive therapy counselling Wait, session. but it was creative writing, not making up stories? No, so it was more like, um. so I wrote about like, I remember like feeling like during quiet time at SU camps, I used to always hate quiet time. And so really? I just started like a creative piece, like reflecting on how I remember like one specific day at an SU camp having quiet time and just oh. hating it and feeling like I'm a way to study theology like I should be better at this um so I like reflected on that and just kind of it was it honestly felt like counseling or therapy or something like it really just kind of brought like made me aware of why I'm studying what I'm studying like why I'm so passionate about it and it is like like I do feel I always say this like my own work like it'll impact me more than it'll ever impact anyone else because mm. like it is essentially what I'm doing is me working through my own, like, <laughs> my own, like, struggles with reading the Bible. But I think the thing is, you're probably not the only one is the point. Yeah. Well, you know that you're not the only yeah. one is the point. So... I guess I just mean I'm the one, like, working through this, so then yeah. it'll impact me more than I'll ever impact anyone else, which mm-hmm. is, like, I don't know, it's nice to reflect on, like, where I'm, like, the root of these things. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, in general, it was just a lovely, lovely week, and I just felt so encouraged and so excited to just be part of that community and I think it is so rare within academia to have that and like so yeah because were you saying it just felt like a lot about collaboration rather than competition and the actual working together and lifting one another up but without the feeling of you're all like academia is so competitive as are a lot of places but it's not like you're all trying to push yourself to the top it was like well help each other get to the top yeah and like I was like really quite nervous about it and just the way like like two PhD students in particular who I like knew from my undergrad like they were just so like they never like treated me like I was sort of tagging along or whatever they were just so inclusive and like 
would like sit with me during seminars and stuff and I just I also I guess it's good for these things for you to experience that and then you do that to other people yeah I think it's definitely a really good lesson and reminder because I think often when I think often when you're at an event where you're very I suppose if you're a bit more comfortable like Mm. for instance the PhD students yeah they probably felt like they fitted right in because it was full of PhD students all studying a similar thing even if you've maybe got your own lack of confidence in those areas whatever you feel like you fit in at that conference Mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily think about how other people don't feel like they fit in yeah and I I think that's what struck me is that it's very easy to it's very easy to go along to things and you've got your friends there and Mm -hmm. you know people but actually you don't always think about the ones because if you're comfortable if you're comfortable if you're comfortable and happy somewhere I guess like a lot of people are able to hide that they're uncomfortable somewhere as well and it's how just including everyone and loving everyone isn't it yeah exactly I just yeah I really appreciated it and it's definitely taught me a lot and just yeah about creating lovely and welcoming environments but we've spoken about because that's something that you're very passionate about with your girls events creating those sorts of environments so I'm sure we'll have more to report on gals next week but on Friday we've got our third gals event and yeah again I mean it's quite a different level because it's not to do with like church or anything but the whole idea is that it's like when you work together you can achieve so much more than fighting against each other and Lauren, who I do it with, I mean, I'm so fortunate to have Lauren. That's like probably a particularly unique situation that we've yeah. been so fortunate in. But it's so nice that although we're essentially competitors, we like in that we both do the so we do the exact same job. We're both finding clients, that kind of thing. But by like helping each other out, we both feel more confident in our own work, and we wanted to kind of replicate that space across different people, different industries, different yeah. We just wanted to bring others into that environment and. So that others could experience working together and building people up. Yeah. I think as well when we've been like speaking about this kind of idea of creating spaces that are um, not just like positive and happy, but also welcoming and like, I think a huge thing is valuing people and just seeing yeah, the value sure. of other people rather than like, oh, you're here, I should talk to you. It's like actually like come and join this space and this space is better because you're here. Um, That's yeah. a really nice way of yeah. seeing actually like, jo- like, yeah, yeah, it's finding joy in everyone that's there, and because of that, it creates a positive environment. Yeah, I, I think because I think I hadn't really thought. Wait, what was that? What was that phrase again? You said because that was nice. Well, I'm probably gonna forget. I was lost in it. <laughs> but yeah, just value. Yeah, like valuing the people yeah. and like they're welcome because they bring it's, value. Basically, yeah, it's seeing the value of a person because they are there and they're yeah. they're valuable rather than just thinking you should be nice and talk they're, to someone. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, but then it's like, I suppose it's the balance of like including people. Yeah. Including people make sure that they feel welcome, but yeah. also appreciating that they bring something to the table yeah. as well. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, we felt that there's actually a lot to learn for the church setting. And yeah. But I don't think we're saying like, church, we're not saying all oh, churches are getting it wrong by any means. No. And But it's good lessons and good reminders to think about in a church situation. It's that reminder thing, isn't it? You go somewhere and you have a positive experience. Like I went to the symposium last week and mm-hmm. I had such a lovely experience of just what a welcoming environment should be like and not that our church isn't like that but it makes me kind of think okay how can I maybe take a piece of that that I've learned and put it into a church context 
Yeah, but you had a lovely Bible verse. Yeah, I think it's actually a good time to read this verse. So it's from Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Yeah, it's such a lovely... It's such a lovely concept of how we should be with one another. I think what I was saying about when we were thinking about this verse is the fact... Well, do you want to read it again? Just again, because I feel like there's quite a lot yeah. in there in such a small a space of yeah. writing. There's a lot in there. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. I think what really stood out to me with this is that it almost takes it to the next level because obviously we've spoken there very much about collaborating with one another encouraging one another building one another mm-hmm. up and including each other and that's all really important to do as a good person mm-hmm. but this verse takes it to the next level and it's like so the re- so why do we obviously with these things of including people we do that regardless because it's the right thing to do yeah. if you, it's nice to include people and we want mm-hmm. others to feel loved yeah but then this is I suppose like the inward side of it Mm -hmm. is like do these out of like don't just do them because you feel it's the right thing to do don't do them because of how it looks like yeah do them so people say oh she's really friendly it's really nice do it because you genuinely want to and it's saying like do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit it's just being genuine and authentic in it isn't it while while you're including people and looking out for them but I think it's the same, like, because the next verse, Anna's phone's just died. But what you're saying is highlighted in the next verse, which I'm going to misquote because your phone's died. <laughs> but it says, and all these things have the same mindset as Christ or something like that, is the next part of that verse. Which is yeah, something along these lines. What you're saying is, like, Christ didn't die for us to be a nice person. Christ died for us because he loved us so much. And that was just, the, like, a reflection of his love for us. and I think if we can make sure that in the church situation we aren't fighting against one another to be well I suppose it's on every level whether it's like in worship like everyone's got different skills in worship whether you're not fighting to be the best worship leader and have the best band at worship or just in a case of like chatting to people after tea and coffee like it should be meaningful and actually including people yeah, it's like going over to the person who's standing on their own at tea and coffee mm-hmm. and actually wanting to get to know them and like having your heart in a place that's like, I want to love this person and get to know this person, not, oh, that person's alone, the right thing to do. And I'll look like a good like, person I'll, if I go. I like, get extra Jesus points if I go. Do. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's such a hard one. Like, how do we then make these things a genuine. But I think thing? at the same time, like, there is a balance because also, even like, like, of course, if you've got all your friends sat at one side, yeah. if you've got all your friends sat chatting in one area mm-hmm. and you see a couple of people on their own that you don't know, yeah, it's uncomfortable to speak to those yeah. people that are on their own. If you don't know them, it can be awkward. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they'll be like. Sometimes people are really quiet and hard to speak to. Yeah. But then, and either, but like sometimes that's the ones that actually it means the most to speak to. Yeah. And often with them, like they open up as you get to know them, yeah. I think. And I suppose actually the more we do these things out of like, okay, we should do this, the more it actually becomes like, you then are rewarded out of that because you can see like, 
not I've done the right thing but actually like I've had a really lovely conversation with someone and Mm -hmm. it's made my day better yeah and then out of these things it's like you realize that while you begin doing these things to be a good person to be a nice person it then actually becomes something that you love doing and then I do think as well though it's such a good way to share the gospel yeah apart from any like at the end of the day because what's the verse in John somewhere like we love because we love because God loved us yeah. first is that is that yeah one of the bible verses one yeah. of, that's one of the postcard, that's a postcard <laughs> bible but yeah well that actually makes me think of something I've been thinking about this week I was reading an article by um, one of the lecturers at Aberdeen called Brian Brock and it really fitted in nicely with what Becca was talking about last week um, but yeah, I think it actually also relates well to what we're saying now. So it says, Christians who embody the gospel can be recognised for what they do not do. They're not harried by the, I think that's not the word, but they're not <laughs> harried by the obsessions of the age, not trapped by their lists, lists of tasks to complete, not grasping under the weight of their sorrows or schedules. They are light flexible and therefore freed to respond to others they're easily diverted they're they're easily diverted by the creatures they encounter in daily life because they expect to be claimed for them by the spirit of christ they thus display the characteristic grammar of the spirit who blows where it wills i just think that's a really wonderful example of how we should be as christians when it's with one another because we don't um as Christians, we should be going out of our way. We should be allowing God to divert us when it comes to people. And it fits quite nicely into what we're saying about creating these spaces, I think. I'm going to be totally honest. That had too many academic words for me to take up. For someone to dyslexic, you're definitely good at reading the academic words. Give me an overview. Basically, it's saying that as Christians, um, we can be recognised by what we do not do. We're not trapped by right. what people... Like, we're not trapped by doing stuff, we're trapped by endless lists. We're willing to just be going out of our way for people and not necessarily going out of our way, but being directed by the Spirit of God where he leads us to other people. So, like, for example, we're talking about the church exam, like, going and talking to someone at church. Mm-hmm. I guess we create a welcoming, a welcoming environment, not by thinking, I need to do this, I've got this to do, but actually just allowing God to help us to be with people. And then that's what creates a lovely environment where people feel valued and enjoy each other's company. Unless okay, I totally got you misunderstood that. <laughs> Ryan, if you're listening as well, <laughs> you can... No, I think that that makes sense. Yeah. I think there's... I think it's sometimes... I suppose because it's quite a big chunk of a quote. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm glad that you broke it up. <laughs> but yeah, I think it... As we've sort of said, just to sum it up, the most important thing is... To be loving. Yeah. It all comes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah. Loving one another as you love yourself. Yeah. And I think for us, we believe that that love comes from God, like you said in that verse from John. Yeah. Full circle. God is love. There we go. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. (laughs) Did anyone else ever do that like camp? (laughs) I wonder. Probably. Anyway. Yeah. It's been lovely to chat yeah. to you again. I've missed you over the last two I've weeks. I've missed rabbiting on with you. I know. I can't wait for next week. We'll have lots to chat about next week as well. Oh, looking yeah. Forward to that. That. Yeah, I'm so oh, looking forward to that. I'm so excited. It'll and be lovely. 
yeah, as always, we love hearing from you guys. Let us know your thoughts if there's any topics that you want us to speak about. Yeah, and also we still have the Buy Me A Coffee page just to help with the running costs of this podcast. It's a little bit every month to keep them on the platforms. So yeah, if you would like to give the link to the Buy Me A Coffee. Can I just clarify? People aren't actually buying us a coffee. No. Someone asked me about that this week. No, it's not actually buying us a coffee. It's like the price of a coffee. Yeah. So basically, you give like £3 or four, is it like mm-hmm. £3 a month something or something. Like so it's essentially like the price of your coffee. Yeah, but it goes towards the running crowd. But we don't actually not a not a coffee. Class. We should actually be like buy us a podcast subscription, <laughs> not <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Because so yeah. Anyway, that's that. And you can follow us on Instagram at that Christian podcast. Goodbye. We love and you thank a you lot. For listening. And yeah, can't wait for next week. Hmm.